0: MyMac Show 271. Sucking a little less, we
1: hope. You're listening to the MyMac Podcast with your hosts, David Cohen and Guy Searle.
0: And welcome to MyMac Show 271. My name is David Cohen, and I'm joined by my partner in podcasting crime, Guy Sill.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, sometimes it <laughs> probably is a crime.
0: Crimes against audio being committed as we speak.
2: Take take the microphone away from him now.
0: <laughs> uh, and um, we also have a listener invite with us this week. Uh, great. That is Lincoln Bannery. Hi, Lincoln. How are you? Well,
3: we'll see. I don't think <laughs> I... I'm quite ready for what I got myself into here. Oh, put it, well, put it this
2: way, in, in, you're, you're in good company. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say, you can't possibly be worse than,
0: than this <laughs> pair of amateurs over here. So, <laughs> um, so Lincoln, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and where do you live and uh, what do you do?
3: Well, I live on the West Coast, so for me, it's only 4.30 right now. So oh, nice. I'm, uh, I'm much luckier than David is, but uh, I live in Oregon, Medford, Oregon. It's in Southern Oregon. and. I'm a graphic designer, and I resisted Macs for a long time and finally saw the light and won't go back. So. Well, how long ago was that? That was probably about six years ago. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: So well, what were you using? I guess you were on Windows before then? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Uh, no, no, I was it's actually, okay. No. <laughs> I, I use Windows every day at work. And, and it, it's, it's okay. We'll talk six, you down.
0: six years ago, I was also purely a Windows user, so we, you're in good company here.
3: Well, I was a Windows technician, so right, um, and I made fun of our Mac guy. Yeah, and, that's a, uh,
0: Yeah, well,
3: until, until I, I started using Macs,
0: yeah. Do you, until you have that road to Damascus moment, and all of a sudden you see the light. Then uh, yeah. that's that's fine. As long as as long as you end up on the right side before the day of
2: judgment, then that's all that yeah. matters.
0: <laughs> that's. So,
3: that were, is.
2: were you were you a graphic designer at, uh, on the Windows side as well?
3: Um, I did a little bit, mostly for um websites and um like logos and things like that. Um mostly I I did technical work, uh, some website design and, and then just, you know, my computer crashed for the forty fifth time. Can you fix it for me? And um And that was and, what X P? Yes. Yeah. X P. So um yeah, and then I moved into graphic design completely and had to I had to switch over to a to a Mac and and then I called the guy that I used to make fun of and apologized because. And you got was his obvious.
2: recommendations?
3: <laughs> well, I just said, after I got my computer, I said I called him. I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> uh, you were, you're so superior to me in everything. I way.
2: take it all back. I did. But I did. What was the first machine you had?
3: Um, well, let's see, the office I worked in, they had a, a G4. and um, And even then, I was mesmerized and well, actually, that's not true. In high school, I had one of the little, um, you know, boxes, everything oh, all yeah. inclusive, the little gray box, and and I was looking for that recently at my parents, and my my dad got rid of it. Oh, I yeah, know. my I was... first
2: one was a Mac Plus. Wow, which I got in '87. And do you still have that guy? No, no. I actually, um, I used that machine from 1987 until 19. Uh, I'm sorry, yeah, 1994. I used it for seven years. And uh, I ended up getting a Performa 575, and I gave the old Mac Plus, along with its oh-so-huge 40-megabyte hard drive, SCSI, to uh, my son's elementary school. Wow. <laughs> well, Lisa went to a good home. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I'm, it's, su- I'm
2: sure it's not running anymore.
0: It's, it's interesting, that on Guy, you, you and I have been talking about this recently. We're going to start thinking about um, talking about old Macs some some more detail on the show in the future, aren't we?
2: Yeah, uh, we haven't. I don't think we've really come up with with a decent name for it yet. I, you know, I, I sent you something earlier today that yeah. you know, we won't go into that now, but that was that was more of a working title. You know, it's certainly not set in stone.
0: But uh, yeah, I, I think it'd be interesting to delve in. Certainly for me, you know, having come to the map relatively recently, to delve into some of the older the history back in the uh, system seven days and earlier, and understand what it was like back then and. Uh, Understand what these
2: machines would like to use. Well, hey uh, Lincoln, when did you first start listening? I mean, to to the MyMac dot com podcast.
3: Oh, it's actually I've only been listening for about eight months uh, since I got my iPhone, and then I had this magical world of podcasts opened up to me. And
2: I was like, Wow! Oh, you didn't I have, an, have iPhone, an iPod before then?
3: Uh, no, I mean, my I did have an iPod, but my wife used it, you know, just for music and <laughs> right. And, no one does uh, And you know, I had iTunes and. I don't I just don't know why I never listen to podcasts and and uh I become much geekier since I got my iPhone. So. <laughs> well,
2: you know, a lot of that ends up being time related. Uh, do you have like a long commute to work or anything like that?
3: <laughs> yeah, from my bedroom to the office over the garage. Ah, oh wow.
2: <laughs> yeah, so that five minute walk just doesn't really leave you a lot of time to listen to a podcast.
3: Yeah. Well I usually actually I usually listen like today I had fourteen I think that I listened to before the show started and so, you know, it varies. I actually Wait, listen to quite a few. now.
2: You listened to 14 dot com podcasts in a row.
3: <laughs> no, not, <laughs> no. not, are you joking? No, yeah.
2: <laughs> I was going to glutton for punishment. Oh my God.
3: <laughs> no, I'm doing the, uh, what was that? That, um, Tim was asking for the, uh, the best of, no, I'm not working on that. No, um, no, I just, I, I really got into news feeds and podcasts and, and, um, so, you know, I have moments during the day where I don't have anything to do. I mean, it's usually like five minutes at a time, but um, yeah, it's just the more computers I have, the I have six uh, Macs. Yeah, wow. uh, I have a G three MacBook, a G four, one of the blue like clamshell ones. Oh, the, and, the toilet uh, bowl one. Yeah, uh, that doesn't. I don't use that one anymore. It was a server for a while. Um, I have an Intel iMac. And a G5 iMac, and then my main machine. Oh, and I have a MacBook Pro that that's actually what I'm using right now. My main machine still a G5, um, just because I couldn't I couldn't upgrade because of the software I was using, and the my printer their requirements.
2: No yeah, drivers so. for it.
3: Well, it's very ridiculous and complicated, but uh, I just actually this Which week is. upgrade. Yeah, <laughs> I just this week upgraded to Leopard, finally, on my G5. So Right, which is, of course, is a, as far as you're going to be able to go on that machine. Right, but it's exciting. I mean, it's like, almost like having a brand new machine. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah, well, yeah. Did,
2: you have, did you have any problems going uh, to Leopard from Tiger on the, the Mac Pro G5? Uh,
3: no. Um, it, it maybe runs a little bit slower, but I think it's mostly because I'm running twice as many things on it now.
2: Yeah, yeah um, that very well could be. Now, yeah, do, was, you, do you have a direct internet connection or, or are you using Wi-Fi? Uh,
3: my, my work machine, I have a direct. My G5 has direct. Um, my laptop is Wi-Fi. A um, couple of my machines are Wi-Fi. So, Well,
2: uh, the, yeah. reason, the reason why I ask is that I, I know when I moved some of uh, my PowerPC machines to Leopard from Tiger, that I had a lot of Wi-Fi problems. And it wasn't until I think like 10-5-5 that most of those got worked out.
3: Yeah, my um, it's a power Mac. It it doesn't it doesn't have wireless connected, but um,
0: yeah, it didn't, I, it didn't come as standard on those machines, did it? it was
3: almost no. an optional
0: extra.
2: Well, no, those were more, really, those were professional. I'm sorry, I didn't mean interrupt. Go ahead.
3: I was just gonna say I uh, I was actually bummed right after I bought this is when the the Intel first came out, so. Hmm. Which is a bummer, but I I love it. I've had it for five and a half years, and
0: yeah. So, I mean, what what applications are you running on that? Is it is it mainly the Creative Suite from Adobe, or is it other things as well? Well, I use uh,
3: the graphics I use are um, is Quark. I have to use Quark for my right. printer, and um, but a lot of Photoshop. I do a lot of Photoshop. Um, that's that's mostly uh, that's mostly what I use is Quark. And Photoshop,
0: not 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 Illustrator. I I always thought graphic design in, in involved a lot of uh, kind of re-rendering at different sizes, and then Illustrator was the way to go.
3: Well, Photoshop was easier for me to learn. Right. <laughs> so I just learned to deal with not using Illustrator. So okay, um, which I'd like to I'd like to get into it, but uh, you know, with all the extra time I have, I or I don't have. I, I haven't had time to really. Delve into it too much. So.
2: Well, now, as as a graphic artist, uh, is most of your work going online, or is is any of it like physical media?
3: Actually, uh, all of it is. Well, I can't say all of it. My my main work is all print, and um, I do a lot of real estate publications, and so they are all print. But then, as a branch out, I do a lot of uh, um, like website building and and logos and graphics like that with the individual agents that i meet through doing the publications. so
2: so you manage their websites as well Uh
3: uh-huh yeah i do a lot of uh um uh social marketing for specifically for realtors i mean just because that's what i've done for the last five years is worked directly with real estate so
2: cool cool is uh-huh. there yeah. is there a particular type of program you use to manage their sites, or or is it depend on who it is you're dealing with?
3: It depends a little on who who I'm dealing with, mainly because it just depends on how robust they need their site. But yeah. I actually use WordPress a lot. Um, it's it's really easy to set up, and it's really easy for them to
2: use. Right, um, and cross platform ma- as well.
3: Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it's uh, and it's really easy to manipulate um, the graphics and and um you know take an existing template and make it look like what you want so very
0: good so what what is it about apple um and using apples that that you kind of you know gets gets you up in the morning and gets you ready to make that long commute down down from the bedroom to your office <laughs>
3: <laughs> um gosh well i think the first thing that struck me was just how pretty I, that sounds stupid but they're just a a really pretty machine they're very right. elegant
0: machines i you know I, I, it's an interesting you say that. i think a lot of people do kind of look, uh, non-apple people look down on apple computers because they are nice to look at but just why should why should you <laughs> you know we don't all live in gray concrete boxes um that aren't decorated with anything we decorate our homes why shouldn't the computers we use also be nice to look at you know why should that be a bad thing
3: i don't I mean I say that to people, and they look at me and they're like, "You have a pretty machine, and I'm like, yeah and you don't because you use Windows, you have an ugly tin box well, that
2: yeah, but at the same time there are you know i mean there are there are plenty of, of Windows machines that that are also very stylish just yeah, but not nearly as many as not, as apple makes but that's that's a more
0: recent thing and that has arisen from the fact that uh, apple has become more successful it's interesting i had a power i had a power mac g4 tower on my desk the other day at work i was taking some photos of because it it's it's broken and i was selling it for spares on ebay and um, one of my colleagues saw it, and actually commented. He said, "Oh, that's that's a nice looking computer. Is that one of the more recent ones?" And I said, "This <laughs> is ten years old." Yeah. <laughs> so. Uh,
3: well, obviously, that's not the only thing I like about my my Apple machines, but I, I do like coming in as a designer. I like coming in and and being proud of my of my equipment. I like being able to look at it and take pleasure in it. But I think mostly it's just ease of use they're so easy to use all of my computers are networked together i can share files between them they're powerful machines they do exactly what i want them to do and uh and there's a great community out there if i want to learn how to do something i i can really easily yeah. um and uh I, I don't know i just uh i really lo- i love i would never uh, i have a i have a windows machine a dell setting here for a, a client of mine and and it's It's like an eyesore. I just.
0: (laughs) It's interesting. I mean, coming from a technical background like yourself, Lincoln, every now and again I have to do technical work on Windows machines, um, fixing things or uh, installing things for somebody or or doing something like that. And it and it is kind of like you know going back in time, in that you remember how difficult it is to do things that you kind of take for granted. You can't boot off external drives as easily as you can with a Mac. You can't. you know, repair permissions or or do do all the things that normally get a Mac up and running again if it's having problems. You know, with a Windows thing, you'll get an obscure error that you've got to go and Google and then try and pull the thing apart to figure it out. And it's just like it's horrible and uh, you know hard work.
3: Well, last night I was install I was putting a new partition on this Dell and installing Windows Seven on it yeah. for my client, and which I- is nice, by the way. Yeah, but well, I'll. I'll talk about that in a second. But, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but uh, I, I just got really anxious and stressed out sitting at the machine because it wouldn't do what I wanted it to do. I had to, like you said, I had to go Google it and figure it out. And I was a Windows technician, for, and I was working on XP, yeah. you know, putting the, putting the partition on, and it was just very right. stressful. It was very stressful. And, and then I got Windows 7 up and running, and it's a, it's a pretty operating system, but it's still Windows. It's still yeah. very Windows, you know. People say it's a Mac clone, but I didn't find that. I found
2: no. that it was. A pretty agree. Of well, I'd- one of the things that I do like about Windows Seven is that the utility features that you know the to, to get into kind of the the guts of it is certainly much easier to do now under Windows Seven than it was either under XP or for Vista.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I, I think it's their best effort so far. But
2: oh yeah, I think it's the best thing they've come out with in, in well over ten years. Yeah,
0: but uh, having uh, having said that, it's not it's not OS 10, and uh, no, it's certainly not no. a clone of OS 10 because. And it I possibly, have no
2: intention of switching back. <laughs> <laughs> no, switch, I, I should say I
0: I will say if I was still
3: a Windows user, I would be excited about Windows 7. But unfortunately, I've been spoiled with OS 10, so. Yeah.
2: Okay. Well, what was the first version of OS ten you used? That was, what, six years ago, you said?
3: Uh, yeah, it was, uh, what, three,
2: 10.3? So was that like uh, Jaguar? No, no, was 10.3 was Panther. was Panther.
3: No, actually, it was it was Jaguar. I'm looking at the box that's, here from the original. Okay, so that's
2: 10.2. Yeah, Do you, you live out there on the West Coast. Have you ever gone to Macworld?
3: No, but, well, when David sent me the outline for the show, I saw, are you going to Macworld? And I actually have good friends that live down there in I I might I might just try to get down there and go. Yeah. And I would probably overload and, you know, just fall dead on the floor, but <laughs> No,
2: it, it's it you know, the, the amazing thing about Macworld is that, you know, I don't know if you've be, ever been to any other trade shows, but a, a lot of trade shows just feel kind of sterile mm-hmm. whereas you go to Macworld and it's like you're there with with, you know, 25,000 of your closest friends.
3: I could imagine. Yeah. yeah. I just, I'm, I'm such a complete nerd. I just, <laughs> I seriously, I You'll think fit I would be, right in. <laughs> I get so excited. I think I would like hyperventilate. I don't know. I just, uh, I have my favorite thing is looking through the news feeds and they're all, they're all Apple. They're all Mac stuff, and, yeah. and going and trying out the newest thing I have. Like, I'm like, I don't know what's more than an early adopter. I'm a pre early adopter. Anything new comes out and I've got to go try it and, so I'd be
2: well, is there I, anything that Apple's come out with lately that that's really tickled your fancy
3: well i won't I don't know if apple's come out with it, but some of the new apps for the iPhone i think are, are oh really
2: interesting. Great. which one which ones have you been uh, trying the most or enjoying the most?
3: Well, yesterday the i m d b came out with, with oh uh, I love that yeah, site. I saw that yeah and it's been such a pain to try to look something up on uh, in the browser their new their new app is uh is is pretty good and it actually I noticed there's a lot of things there that I didn't know that IMDB even did by using their now, by using
0: their... now I have a Wikipedia app on my iPhone that I tend to use if I want to look a movie up. Um do you think the data on IMDb is, is better than the stuff on Wikipedia for a particular film? Um I can I can't judge it because I don't use Wikipedia for
3: for um well, for I movies, use
2: but you know, the the thing about Wikipedia is Wikipedia usually gets down into the weeds, if you know what I'm talking about. You know, they'll they'll have lots of links to the director and it, it'll go into, you know, maybe some of the stuff that happened on the film while it was being filmed. Whereas IMDB is more like, okay, here's the film, here's the plot, here are the people that were in it, here's what they're doing next, and let's move on. So, okay. so didn't mean to say that, but you know what I'm you know, you know yeah. what I mean.
0: Yeah, I understand. So, is that a free application, Lincoln? Yeah,
3: it is. It's oh, cool.
0: it's it's free and it's quick. It works really like quickly. And... I, I'm I'm a big fan of of the kind of the vertical applications. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, well, you could just go to the website," but I really like having the app on the phone. It kind yeah. of keeps me a bit organised, and um, you often get a more um, sensible view on the iPhone. I I mean, it's great as a web browser, but there's nothing worse than having to scroll around all the ads and all the flash and all of that sort of thing to try and get the information you want, whereas you can avoid all of that if you've got an application.
3: Right, and the application is usually formatted so that, you know, you're not twisting the phone and making everything bigger all the time.
0: Right. Now, it's interesting you say you're into the apps because I reckon that, the Mac world, uh, to the 2010 Mac world is going to be all about iPhone applications. I think that's going to be more the story of the show than the more traditional product launches and and, and product vendors that, that, that it's been in the past. Because, you know, the obviously the app store is huge. Uh, and uh, I suspect iPhone app developers who are trying to get their products in front of people have probably got more to gain by going to a show like Mac world nowadays than maybe some of the product vendors. What do you think? I definitely agree. I, uh, that's a, a,
3: it can be a big moneymaker. I mean, there's a lot of apps in the app store, but, uh, um, I look at like the top 10 and I usually have seven of the top 10 apps. Yeah. So, um, if you can get up there, then yeah, I think it's a great way to make money. Cool.
0: Okay. Well, we'd, uh, we'd like to cover our holiday gift picks that we, uh, we did this last week as well. And, um, after this show obviously we'll we'll be kind of into the holiday season and it will be a bit late to be buying buying gifts for people but uh i thought we'd we'd go through and each bring another recommendation to the table and uh put something forward so uh guy let's start with you what have you got to talk about this week what do you think is worth a go
2: Okay, this week this this is a, a really really inexpensive one. It's also from it's also you can get it from Amazon. It's the Power Jolt Dual Universal 2 USB car charger. Now this is essentially it's you know it it's it fits into your, your car power adapter. It's got two USB outputs. So if you have an iPod and a GPS device, you can connect them both up at the same time, power them up, you know, keep them running. And it, it's really inexpensive. It's really small. It'll fit in your glove box and, you know, wherever it is that, that you need it. And uh, I used this on my, on my trip to Chicago, and this is what powered up the, the iPhone the entire time I was using that GPS app. Cool. I, I, I always
0: think, isn't it about time now cars start coming with the USB sockets actually built in?
2: Well, actually, the, the, the Ford, oh, what the? hell is the name of the car I have? Um, <laughs> God, I can't believe this. I'm drawing a blank on what kind of car I drive. Ford. um Flex. The Flex. Is it the Flex? Flex. Thank oh, you. Yeah. Good God. I was thinking, I almost <laughs> said Ford Sync, and it's like, no, it's the Microsoft Sync. Stupid. Uh, it, it actually has, inside of the, the center console, it's got a, a separate power adapter, it's got the aux in-jack for the stereo, yeah. and it has a USB connector to you know directly connect your iPod or your iPhone. Um, and will that actually charge as well? Yeah, that, that does yeah. that does charge. Oh, excellent.
0: Okay, I wish my car had that.
2: Well, I I prefer to have it to have it separate as yeah. far as you know. If, if all I'm doing is is playing music or using like the GPS app, I'm really not all that concerned with the the little bit of delay that I'll have through Bluetooth. And it just may, means for less cabling.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that I, that sounds quite interesting. Having two USBs is yeah is probably something that's become going to become more and more important as we uh, yeah. And we it's know, it's, 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 $11. it's eleven dollars. It's eleven
2: dollars. can't really,
0: yep. ar- can't really Real argue cheap. with that. Um, what one thing I would say on that is, it's very tempting when you go on eBay to um, buy these things for a couple of bucks from these uh, cheap Chinese that, <laughs> yep. vendors. Please don't. If you no, went,
2: power Tools a name that's been around for a long time.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's from Griffin, and um, you know, I have I have a whole load of their uh, of their power adapters, and and they're always really solid. And yeah, if you buy if you buy stuff from from some guy in Hong Kong, you really don't know what you're going to get, uh, and you'll often be disappointed because the thing will work for about two minutes before it breaks. Whereas you buy from a, a you know from a well-known company with a a brand name, then you you know you're getting a little bit of engineering now into the uh, into the product. So uh, thanks for that, Guy. What, sure. about, what about you, Lincoln? What have you got for us? Well, I've ha- I
3: had a difficult time picking one thing, but I think the thing that I've had the most fun with, it's its actually quite expensive, would, would be Final Cut Studio. <laughs> and I know that's not for everybody because you've got to be a real, well, geek, I suppose, or really into into editing, but I've, I've had a lot of fun playing around with it. Um, but it's... You know it's incredibly expensive uh um well
0: how how much is it how much is it going for now Final Cut? oh I believe it's around a thousand dollars
2: yeah i I just picked it up when i was um when I was out in chicago it's it's nine ninety nine
3: yeah yeah it's it's i've been having a lot of fun playing with motion and and there's a lot of things you can do with it but obviously it's not not the gift for everyone um
0: well so, I, I, having said that i think if you are an um, if you're serious about getting into movie editing, then it's probably the only product to go for. Absolutely. Well, I would, I
2: would say I would say that that if you aren't really sure if if going to a a truly, you know, and it, it takes some time to learn the interface. This isn't this is not, you know, your father's iMovie. This no. is a, this can be a very difficult program to learn. I would recommend that that people either get Final Cut Express or try to find maybe an older version of Final Cut Express, which can be a little bit cheaper. And Mm -hmm. just kind of get your feet wet and decide whether, you know, using a a program like this is the direction that you want to go with, you know, editing your movies.
0: Now, how how different is Final Cut Express from Final Cut Pro? I mean, are you talking real chalk and cheese or is it just a a subset of the features?
2: Um, Final Cut Pro... I'm sorry, Final Cut Express is compared to Final Cut Pro... It, it doesn't have all the features that that Final Cut Pro does, and, and please don't ask me to do a breakdown on it because I'm, I'm not <laughs> really sure myself. But one of the things that that, or a couple of the things that you get with Final Cut Pro that you don't get with Final Cut Express, number one is Motion, which is a program that I still haven't figured out, but I just love to play with it. <laughs> do you know what I'm talking about?
3: Oh, it's it's incredible. Motion is like the funnest
2: thing. Yeah, I I've had even so if you much. can't figure out how it works.
3: <laughs> yeah, I've only I've, I'm at about two percent of how it works, and I've just had a blast playing with it.
2: Yeah, um, and you also get you get uh, DVD Studio Pro, you get uh, what is it Composer, you get Color, you know all these other companion programs. You get Soundtrack Pro that that go along with the the Final Cut Pro suite that you and you can't buy any of these programs separately. Mm-mm. So, and with Final Cut Express, you get Final Cut Express, and I think you still get Live Type. And I think that's about it.
3: Yeah, it's 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 like uh, the Express is like uh, iDVD on steroids, where yeah, uh, you know, it's it's just more robust. But then, you know, I don't know how you then compare Express to Pro because Pro is like Pro, yeah, you it's know, yeah, it's like, <laughs> yeah, it's like <laughs> Clash of the Titans, you know, as opposed to uh,
2: yeah. But I, if people are interested in in moving on from iMovie, I would I would suggest you know take the, the path with, of least resistance and try out Final Cut Express first to see if that's the way you'd want to go.
3: Yeah, yeah and there's, there's lots of great videos, uh, uh, tutorial-type things, that watching you actually get a good feel for how, how difficult it is and, and whether it's a good fit for you either yeah, way. Just,
2: just Google Final Cut Express or Pro tutorials, and mm-hmm. there's all kinds of stuff out there. Cool.
0: Yeah. Excellent. Okay well um my product for this week is uh something a bit cheaper than than what I covered last week it's the thermopat laptop cooling heat shift pad Ooh. um and this is uh what I like what I loved about this is it is it it, it solves a problem that many other people have solved with the, with different solutions but it does it in a different way that really worked for me so what it is 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 it's kind of a flexible black padded pad and inside it has um these uh, crystals um, so when you first pick it up, it feels a little bit stiff and you can kind of feel the crystals grinding around and you put this on your lap and you put your laptop on top. And what happens is as the laptop heats up, the crystals inside the pad um, kind of melt uh, and because they're transitioning from a, uh, they're doing a phase shift from a solid to a liquid, they absorb uh, heat energy at the same time. So they're cool um so effectively what happens is you put this on your on your uh, lap on your lap you put your laptop on there and over time it becomes a little bit more flexible as these crystals phase shift but it keeps the laptop much cooler than um if you just had it straight on your legs where um even with the uh, the 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 latest version of the MacBook Pros aren't so bad, but the certainly the earlier versions could really get cooking away on the top, oh, of, yeah. the, top of your thighs. <laughs> there, yeah, what's, mine's
2: about two and a half years old, and, and uh, yeah, I've got to use a laptop um, base to to keep it from like cooking cooking exactly. my legs. Now,
0: what's what's good about this product is it does a really good job of taking the heat away, but it doesn't, unlike a solid piece of plastic, it doesn't heat up itself, um, or it doesn't feel like it is. Um, And, of course, it's flexible as well, which means it's a lot more comfortable if you actually like to use your laptop on your lap than any kind of desk or um, flexible type, um, you know, plastic type uh, solution. I know you can get these ones with like a hard plastic top and then a a soft cushion bottom, but they, they tend to be very big and bulky and also they can make your legs feel quite warm because they kind of envelop your legs. This is really good because it's small, it's compact, it doesn't kind of get in your way. It does a very good job. Uh, it does it in a kind of a technical way. It's only about thirty dollars, um, and it's you know for 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 my money, it's probably one of the best things you can use if you are going to um, sit with a laptop on your on your lap of an evening as you're doing stuff in front of the TV or what have you. Um, and it's just something a little bit different, a little bit more comfortable than those kind of generic targets plastic shelves you can buy.
2: Yep, and all the stuff that we've just talked about will be in the show notes. So if you go to mymac.com and uh you can click on those links and and find out exactly what it is we're talking about. Okay.
0: So we're going to take a quick break and hear a message from our uh, our sponsor and our uh, our erstwhile um podcast uh, co-host Tim Robertson and we'll be back in a couple of minutes.
1: Hey everyone, Tim Robertson for our Other World Computing. Yep, I'm not on this podcast anymore, but I am on OWC radio as you listen to this the OWC Radio podcast will be coming out maybe this week, maybe next week. If you want to find out when it's coming out, follow me on Twitter, OWC Radio, and I will supply you when the podcast comes out. I know I'm getting a lot of email from people saying, hey, I'm going to miss you on the My Mac show, and uh, I'm definitely going to listen to the OWC podcast, what that's going to be about, very newsy we're going to talk about what's going on in the mac world a lot of the new software releases some of the hardware releases coming out a lot of interviews with some uh, mac dignitaries maybe we'll even get some of my old my mac cohorts uh, cohorts on the show and uh, just have a lot of fun so make sure you follow us on twitter owc radio thank you very much for listening to the mymac.com podcast. One.
0: And so we're back. Thanks for that message from Tim. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh OWC radio. It should be interesting.
2: Yeah, but, well, you know, this is this is Tim's new show. So, you know, he he we just got the logo from him uh, not long ago. And it's it's a really great looking logo and I'm looking forward to to seeing what Tim does with it.
0: Absolutely. Uh I think it should be interesting and obviously it'll have a different dynamic to uh, to this show because it'll be just Tim either interviewing people or doing, doing his own thing. So um, it should be pretty good. And uh, obviously, we're always interested to hear what o w b c are up to. So uh, it'll be uh, a good thing to uh, to look into. Um, uh, we
2: we love the MacSales dot com. Absolutely.
0: So so Lincoln, you mentioned at the uh, at the top of the show that that you uh, since you got your iPhone, you start listening to a lot of podcasts. So what else do you listen to apart from us? Well, of course, I listen to the geekiest show ever.
2: Ah, which is good choice. Yeah, which I think I, is, I know those guys. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry.
2: No. Yeah. no it's great. I, uh,
0: yeah, yeah I for, enjoy it. it's so, nice
2: to hear which, what else you're
3: interested
0: in. Yeah, with uh, for the for those for those listeners who who don't listen to Geeky Show, ever, that's that's the other show we do, and that's that's an opportunity if you if you really miss Tim and you can't wait for OWC Radio, then um, you'll hear him on there because that's that's where he joins us and we just talk about uh, different things. There'll be a new show out uh, when you hear this, actually. and uh, We'll be talking about uh, our reminiscences of 1984 and, what we we're, we're not talking
2: about, about the book, we're not talking about the movie, we're talking about the year.
0: Yeah, yeah. What we were watching, what we were playing with, what we were geeking out on back in nineteen eighty four. That's the first thing I listen to when I get in the car on my way to work. And uh tremendously enjoy it. He's got a very dry sense of humor that's uh <laughs> you know, he'll 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 go through all the analyst reports and then pull them to pieces and it's uh, yeah. it's very entertaining. Yeah, it's oh, a great
3: what else? Show. Um uh the Mac break video, which is a uh, tutorial, is kind of on um pet, most of those kinds of things uh, one of my favorites though if I can find it here is um at the Mac Review cast the the what it's called the Mac review cast and, and um, I think it's Tim important who does it and it, they basically just go over they have a few different people who submit and it's basically just reviews on on uh, some of its freeware some of its uh, um, shareware and buyware and they just—I mean—it's a great place to hear about new applications that are out and available to use. Um, that's probably next to this. It's—it's it's my favorite uh, podcast to listen to. So um, I have a—I have a list of a ton of them, but those are probably my favorites to listen to.
0: Cool, cool. Well, I, I yeah, that's a, that's a great one. I'm not—I'm not—I'm not, I'm not, I'm not listened to that that review cast. So I'll have to pick that one up. Uh, I—I'm a big fan of Buzz Out Loud. Actually, I've, I've started listening to that recently, and that's. Um, that's also a lot of fun for, uh, you know, just getting the latest roundup of all the tech stories of the day, um, and then and then hearing a bit of banter and sometimes a bit of ranting about them as well. So that's uh, <laughs> all. That's always, that's always a, a good one to listen to. I think. Um, worth mentioning that we we obviously we also have on on the MyMac site we have um, some other podcasts that we oh, yeah. uh, that we host and publish. Um, my my photo tech podcast number four is due any day now. And, that was um, Sandro. Yeah, and I, I listened to the first couple of episodes of this the other day, and I was absolutely blown away. I'm a big photography nut, and um, Sandro really knows his stuff, and it and it really comes across in in the the way he delivers these. I really, really enjoyed it.
2: And, oh yeah, uh, he went in, he went into great detail on some of the differences between like Photoshop and Photoshop Elements, along with um, Apple's uh, Aperture and, and a few other software programs. And if you guys Didn't if if you're interested in photography and you didn't listen to that, go back, get at least podcast two and podcast three. Both of them were just outstanding.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's really good. And even if you're only a casual photographer, he'll be he'll give you a lot of handy tips about how you can you know make better use of software to improve your workflow. And great information. Yeah, absolutely. And really, the key thing with with digital photography. Um, it's really easy to go out there and shoot lots of pictures, but you have to do something with them when you're back at your computer and Sandro's the guy can help you out with that so uh definitely recommended.
2: yeah, and we would be remiss if we also didn't mention Sam's cool picks, which is a you know one to three times a week podcast from Sam Levin giving us some information on the the latest and greatest in tech yeah he's he he seems
0: to know everybody in the industry. In terms, oh, he of does. what he they're does. doing and what they're releasing.
2: And well, uh, you know, it, it, it's funny. You go to MacWorld and, and Sam is there every day, and he is in and out of the the press room, just you know, coming and going. Coming, what do you need? What who do you know? You know, what what does you need to know? And and you just mention something. You you know, mention I sure would like a burger. I know this guy that's got the greatest burgers. You know, so yeah, he knows everybody and and everything in any of these uh, any of these types of events. Absolutely. And and yeah, some interesting stuff he
0: uh, he brings forward for that show. So uh, it's only a quick, it's a quick listen, just normally a couple of minutes. Yep. Um, Two, three minutes. So you can either listen to them as they come out or stack a, a five. I like to stack five or 10 of them up and listen to them all in one go and then go, go shopping on Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think we're going to, we're going to wrap things up from there. Lincoln, thank you very much for joining us. Um, it's been great to have you on. And uh, maybe we can have you, have you on again sometime. Anytime. I'm available, especially since it's only five here, and I have no idea what
3: time <laughs> it is for you, David.
0: Uh, it's, it's just <laughs> after one in the morning here, and I've yeah. got a, a <laughs> long drive in the morning. So uh, oh. <laughs> not to worry, though. Um, it's always worth staying up to talk to a listener, and uh, really enjoyed having you on. So it was great. Thanks very much. It
2: was, it was great.
0: Yeah, um, Lincoln. Where can we find more information about you if we want to uh, if we want to understand about what you're up to and uh, catch up with you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter. It's L. So. Excellent. Okay, and I'll certainly uh, add you to my follow list uh, on the basis of that. You can follow me at David B. Cohen at Twitter, uh, and also you can uh, email email me if you've if uh, or guy if you want got any questions or comments about the the podcast or what we're
2: doing, or you want to to point out the suckage, then uh, (laughs) David
0: Cohen at MyMac.com.
2: Guy at MyMac.com. And on Twitter, I am Mac Parrot. Okay, well, uh, I hope you found that the show is generally
0: improving. And uh, we look forward to hearing your feedback. So definitely uh, let us know what you think. And we'll uh, speak to you next week.
1: And thanks for listening to the MyMac.com podcast. Please send all feedback to feedback at MyMac.com. Be sure to review the show up in iTunes. And check out the other podcasts that MyMac.com produces, including Sam's Cool Picks, My Photo Tech, Geekiest Show Ever, and, of course, the one you just listened to, MyMac.com.